Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Hi, Naya. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. This is Naya Washington, and I'm interviewing her. My name is Mrs. Dean. I'm a teacher at Grand Haven High School, and uh, I have Naya in contemporary literature. She's a new student to me, so we're going to use this opportunity to get to know each other a little bit. So Naya, um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Naya. I am a senior in high school. Um, I live in Grand Haven. I moved from Chicago. I'm really liking it here. It's fun. Good. How's senior year going so far? It's going pretty good. You know, I'm in one hard class, so everything else is going pretty straight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, is it weird coming into senior year with the masks and the social distancing and all of that? How's that going for you? You know, I mean, it's fine, but I get winded when I walk up the stairs <laughs> <laughs> and these masks don't help that. But no. some of my teachers like take, take me go, let me go outside and everything. So that helps. Get a little mask break now and then. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you moved from Chicago. When did you move? I moved at the summer of seventh grade. Okay. And I went into Lakeshore Middle School, and it took me a little while to get comfortable here, but I think I finally found, like, my comfort freshman year. Good. Can you talk a little bit about that? What was that like, middle school, and what what about freshman year made you feel more at home? Well... Seventh and eighth grade was like hard because I felt like an outsider and everybody had their cliques and everything and I just didn't know anyone and there were a few people that like took me in as a friend I guess you'd say but (laughs) they ended up like not being good influences and I had to start all over and I finally found like my best friend and towards the end of eighth grade and we've still been friends and then freshman year just felt more normal Mm -hmm. so Mm-hmm. Middle school is a tough time for everybody, too, don't you think? And I think yeah. a big move like that would be tough on a kid that age. Yeah. And then if you stumble into the wrong group of friends, it's even more so, yeah. I suppose. What was the difference? Um, what did you notice between the two places, moving from Chicago area to, to here? Did you see a lot of differences or similarities things in common it's not it's like not as diverse in either places like here it's mostly caucasian and there it's mostly african-american so like coming here it wasn't anything like different really i'm kind of used to the like non-diverse thing Mm -hmm. but people are a lot nicer here i feel safer here which is something that i really appreciate that's good and you live in the city, you're in Grand Haven, mm-hmm. in, the, in the city, so you, do you utilize the city, do you go to the lake, what do you like to do? Um, with my friends, we go to the beach a lot, um, we walk downtown, we really like going to sit up at Five Mile, mm-hmm. and yeah. just like look at the Y and look at the tiny people. So. The tiny people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so pretty up there, I mm-hmm. love that spot. That's my friend's go-to Instagram pictures. Do you? <laughs> Cute. Who's your best friend? Tell us about your best friend. Haley Doyon. Um, she's been friends with me since eighth grade, like I said, and we're literally together every day. She's been my biggest support system besides like my mom and everything. But mm-hmm. she's just a really nice person and her mom is like another mom to me and I just feel like really comfortable with her. Like she's more of a sister mm-hmm. than a friend. 
do you guys have fights and sometimes fights and little disagreements too, like sisters? Yeah, but the thing with that is, it's like we have our disagreement and then we're like, oh my god, I love you, like in two hours. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. You'll always be close, I bet. Mm-hmm. Those are the best mm-hmm. kinds of friends. And if you can find one in high school, you're so lucky, especially freshman year. Um, how do you picture yourselves growing old? What do you think it'll be like? Do you ever talk about that together? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> so first we were going to move to California and like go to college. And then we decided that's too expensive. And so now we think we're just going to like just see like what like where life takes us and we kind of want to stay here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we want to travel and do all this fun stuff and yeah, like after college, but I'm planning on going to med school. So I don't know how that's going to work. So what do you want to study? I want to be either a plastic surgeon or a orthopedic surgeon. Okay, why those areas? Um, Grey's Anatomy. Really? <laughs> yep, so I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And then I was like, okay, this looks fun, but at the same time it's TV. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to actually like read it and like look into the medical field. Mm-hmm. And it actually just looks really fun. Like It looks like there's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of different positions so even if I didn't end up doing like plastics or orthopedics like I could learn other things and fall in love with that stuff too Mm -hmm. so those two fields came out of Grey's Anatomy initially Mm -hmm. and then from there um, is there anything else around those two areas that particularly draw you Um, I like plastics because I like that um, not only is it just like the basic like base lifts and stuff like that but it's like you get to help children with maybe a cleft lip or Mm -hmm. burn victims Mm -hmm. and then orthopedics it's like I think it'd be stress relieving for like bones and cracking bones and stuff Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think that'd just be an awesome job have you looked at colleges or future opportunities I was gonna go college shopping I guess college shopping is a good way of putting it um with my dad this past summer but with the corona and everything we didn't get around to it is that complicating matters you're a senior so you'll be graduating soon yeah do you have so what is your plan for this year then um there's probably a lot of kids in your position I mean where the breaks were put on with college shopping and trying to figure out the next step and maybe you know your experience can inform somebody out there who's listening and trying to figure out the same thing in these strange times we're living in I mean, it was kind of scary, like, because I'm like, oh my god, I'm a senior, like, I need to get on this, but at the same time, it's like, I've been looking at colleges, like, just looking at GPA requirements and things like that, Mm -hmm. so my dad has a friend that works in, like, college um, touring and stuff, Mm -hmm. so she's gonna help me with that, but um, I would just say, like, just because you're in the circumstances where you can't physically go out and do something, there's still internet, and there's still ways to get around and look for colleges Mm -hmm. what are you hoping for this year and getting into the fall do you think for next year what do you hope if you're sitting here if you're sitting somewhere wherever you won't be sitting here Mm -hmm. this time next year what do you hope will have transpired by that point for you I hope I will be in college somewhere and actually getting into the flow of things and figuring out what I really want to do. Because I did say I want to be a surgeon, but I want to figure out if that's like what I'm really passionate about. Um, Shall we shift gears a little bit? You talked a little bit about your friend and your mom. Would you, you know, who are two people 
that are your biggest inspirations? I always think that's a fun question to, yeah. to ask. Would it be them, or do you have somebody else in mind? Um, and do you want to tell us a little bit about them? Can I have three? Absolutely. <laughs> it's your world. That would be my mom, definitely my dad, and my best friend. As cliche as it is, those three people have always been there. Like, even when it got rough and my mom had to do extra things, like, she was always on her A-game. Same with my dad, and they've they're just people that I know I can trust and mm-hmm. you don't always have that good relationship with your parents and I just know that they're one of those people that I just know that I can go to with anything and I feel completely comfortable and same with my best friend like she's one of those people that I just know like if I need something I go directly to her mm-hmm. you're probably that for them too mm-hmm. like a reliable steady person I hope so yeah I bet you are so tell us a little bit more about your parents. Then. Um, my mom, she is very outgoing mm-hmm. and just a very happy person to be around. She works at, at home really, it was a realtor's office. And my dad, he lives in Chicago and I go to see him every two weeks or at least I try. Mm-hmm. Um, he works at a, it's like an urgent care for elderly people. Um, he loves his job. My mom loves her job, and they're just like really happy. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good thing to look up to what adulthood looks like, even when hard things happen. It sounds like they're separated, and you know your mom is remarried, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're still co-parenting. It yeah. sounds like, mm-hmm. and they're taking care of you, and they can get together on that, and you're watching all of that. Yeah. My parents did, they were similar. They divorced, but they were very good about seeing what was important and with their daughters. And I always appreciated that. And growing up and raising kids myself, it's something I try to hold to. That'll be nice for you to have that Mm -hmm. later on. How about, um, do you like to read? Do you like music? I love music. Specifically, like... 90s hip-hop or 90s R&B. Like, Who's your favorite? Oh, my goodness. That's such a hard <laughs> question. Um, I'm going to blame my dad for this, but NWA, Tupac. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the East Side, West Side stuff. Mm-hmm. Biggie, Smalls. And <laughs> yep. yep, if I could go back to any time, it would be the 90s. I just think, like, the clothing, the music, everything is just so... Uh, it's easy to fall in love with. Really? Mm-hmm. I lived through the 90s. That was high school, 90 to 94. I graduated in 94. Mm-hmm. And um, I it was great in a lot of ways, but I also would never go back there again. But the music you're talking about, I remember listening to that. I loved um, Ice Cube. I remember listening to that tape like in my bedroom. And that was when there were tape clubs and you could order nine and get nine free ones but you had to like make sure you didn't enroll have you heard about this like yeah, for your dad all of us 90s kids that's the that's the thing you know mm-hmm. um and studying the lyrics and trying to get it down and understand and I was like yeah. so not in that world <laughs> at all but fascinated yeah by even, it like not even just the music in the 90s like when there weren't weren't phones you actually had to interact with people mm-hmm. that's something that I would have wanted to be a part of because as much as I love my phone sometimes I just want to like interact you know mm-hmm. yeah you have little siblings I do too right mm-hmm. tell us about them there's Cooper he's five Aww. and there's Isabel and she's eight 
and they're so cute they're they're sweet they're just a little crazy uh-huh <laughs> um but like I like helping Isabel with her homework because she's like just starting to get into like math like actual math um and I like to help her with her homework and this whole past summer I've been babysitting them every day and my mom didn't feel comfortable sending them to the Y mm-hmm. because of the corona mm-hmm. so we did like activities and crafts and things and I think they really enjoyed it so so you got to really be in there with them like a big sister mentor aunt mm-hmm. cool teacher <laughs> babysitter nanny person yeah because like I was an only child for nine years mm-hmm. so when my stepdad came along and my mom got pregnant I was excited but then when there was the baby and it was like who's Naya mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like yikes and then we finally started to, like me and my siblings like bonded mm-hmm. and I feel like we're closer now than we mm-hmm. used to be they're always going to adore you yeah. for thinking about being at this juncture of your life where you're and we're talking about this a lot in class too right now like reflecting back and thinking about the things that have defined you and how they shape you going forward and then looking forward what do you want to look back on and know that you've done with this time I'd love to ask a couple questions about that or have you talk about that a little bit um, when you think back, what are some defining moments for you that have taught you big lessons? I know there's probably a lot of them, but what are a couple that stand out? Um, definitely the move from Chicago to here. Mm-hmm. Because at first, it was, like, heartbreaking because I left my family and, like, my aunt. I remember her crying and saying how much she missed me and she wants us back and... I remember being so mad at my stepdad because he got a job and that was the reason why we moved and I was just kind of jealous because his whole family's here but mine's all the way back in Chicago Mm -hmm. and so I don't get to experience my grandma picking me up from school anymore like going to see my first cousin at my aunt's house so it was hard but it really taught me that like sometimes the hard stuff it's like it shapes you so Chicago was it was my life but it wasn't safe and moving here it's better for me it's better for me in the long run I have more opportunities at the school like it's just it's a lot better overall Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's taught you something yeah um going forward what do you anticipate um you said what you're looking forward to what do you think will be challenges are you afraid or nervous about anything or how are you feeling about all of it Sometimes I don't make the best decisions by myself. And my mom is always the one to be like, do you really think that's smart? Like, do you really want to do that? <laughs> so I, that's something I'm worried about, me not thinking and kind of just going for things because I am that type of outgoing person. So hopefully I will start thinking before mm-hmm. I just do things without my mom having to say, hey, like, is that smart? So. Do you have your mom's voice in your head sometimes? All the time. And sometimes it's scary. <laughs> yep. Especially when I'm driving and I come to a stop sign and I'm like, oh, that was a full stop. And then I think of my mom in the passenger seat like, stop. <laughs> That's probably good. Mm-hmm. You'll, pro- you'll find yourself later like saying things and it'll be parroting your mom especially when you're momming your own kids someday. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Hmm. 27. Still in um, probably my residency of 
um, medicine. Probably my residency of surgery, surgery mm-hmm. hopefully. Good. Um, if you could give yourself one piece of advice, you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? To not be so stubborn and be open. Because I am the type of person to just my way, my way, my way. And it's taught me to just be open. Because sometimes just listening and doing new things can be good and it can be life changing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I just continue to grow on that. Mm-hmm. I think you are. My impression of you is that you are very open. It's funny that you say that. You probably already internalized that lesson maybe then to some extent. Because mm-hmm. I definitely used to be really stubborn. Really? Mm-hmm. Has it led to good things too? That. Yeah. Yeah. My like, mom made me do volleyball. I did not want to. But I did it, and I ended up loving it. Oh, there you go. I don't do it anymore, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. You'll carry that into the next chapter, I'm sure. One piece of advice for the listeners. Mm-hmm. What would you say to other kids your age? I'd say to just be yourself, because that's something that is hard in high school. Because there's all these cliques and there's just like, you want to fit in. But like from moving from Chicago, I've always been myself, which is what got me my best friend and what got me feeling more comfortable. So if people don't like you for who you are, then they're not the right people for you. Mm -hmm. That's what I strongly believe. That's good. It took me a long, long time to realize that. So good on you. And I think that's a great thing to internalize, too. It can be a huge pressure to conform, you know, or to change yourself to fit someone else's mold of you. And you just ultimately end up betraying the best parts of yourself because the person who loves you should love you for all the things that you are. Yeah. So I admire that in My you. bad influence friends, mm-hmm. I changed myself for them, and I regret that more than anything. Really? Mm-hmm. If you had to do over... You do it differently. Yeah. But you wouldn't have learned this lesson. So I guess it exists for that reason too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, anything else you want to say? Is there anything that you think is worth sharing? Thinking about your story and what's most important to you and who you are. Is there anything that you would like to convey? Um, Not really. (laughs) I think I had everything. (laughs) It's a big question. Uh, You'll probably think of something later on. We could do a part two later. Okay. So it was very nice talking with you. I really enjoyed it. You're a beautiful, precious, wonderful, smart person with a ton, a ton, a ton of potential. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to know you this semester. Well, thank you so much for asking. Of course. Of course. It was wonderful. All right. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shared Chair Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.